hetzelfde bedrag dat een bedrijf aan coronasteun kreeg. Het weer vandaag zonnige periode, in het noorden mogelijk een bui en het wordt een graad of 12. Dit was het NOS Journaal. De vierde editie van de South East Parade staat weer voor de deur. Maar liefst 40 deelnemers uit heel Amsterdam doen het dit jaar mee. Wie vallen er nu in de prijzen? Dat kun je meemaken via de live tv-uitreiking op donderdag 11 november... op Salto 1 en via de Facebookpagina van de South East Parade. Stemmen op jouw favoriete deelnemer kan vanaf 1 november via Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 6 
to say a big and a warm welcome to Radio Voice of Niger, our Good Morning Show. My name is Apostle Larry Dokeno. I'm co-hosting this morning with Apostle Holen Ruth Dokeno, Elias Lady Agwamuma of Radio Voice of Niger. And I would like to say one more time a big warm welcome. We would like to open this session with a word of prayer and uh, make the way for all the other things that are going to be coming, shall we pray. Father in heaven, we give you praise and glory and honor for who you are. Thank you for this very day and a new week you have blessed us with. Let every household receiving this broadcast, every family, whether they are driving or on the road or at home, we pray that you meet them at the point of their need. Once again, we bless this nation, bless all our leaders, bless every leader in the church, every leader in the secular world, in the marketplace. We pray that your goodness shall continue to dwell with us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bless this broadcast. Thank you for all the things we'll be doing here, all the guests who are going to be here. We pray that we shall carry on that which will honor and bless your name. Thank you for today. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen.
was filled the day I got saved. I've been filled with this goodness. You're 
blessing, the love of God. Is the love of God that quickened you this morning? And that's where you are alive in the land of the living. Most of the time, we don't even realize how much God loves us. But as you listen to this music, God is calling you back into that realization. And me too, baby girl. He, he loves me too. Preparing your heart for all that we have for you in this gospel inspirational time. Uh, we ask that you reconcile with God. Prepare your heart for all the good things that God is going to speak through us to you. And then set up for a positive, powerful week. the gospel inspirational time we will go into our um, social segment as a matter of fact it's going to be a business segment because we are going to talk about matching people to work opportunities in southeast there are work opportunities in southeast but if you do not know you will not be part of it so we are bringing um experts to come and uh, uh, get us acquainted on how we can uh, benefit from the job opportunities in in, in southeast so I believe that it's going to be a very powerful um, uh, broadcast. And then uh, if you are looking for a job, then you have to tune in. So that's going to take place uh, at the hour of nine. But before then, we also going to have the pastoral forum. After I have spoken about the miracles of Jesus Christ, then we will have the pastoral forum and that will move us out from the religious segment. And then we'll prepare ourselves to have the um, business segment. And then after that, we'll be signing off. And then you can get in touch with us either by calling us on 0684-606-550. Or you can go to our website, radioverseofmindia.org. And then you can click segment you want and listen to So that's the way it is now. So keep listening, and shortly I'll bring the, I'll be bringing to you the miracles of Jesus Christ.
Especially you to the miracle. Miraculous time. The miracles of Jesus Christ by Apostle Henry Rodokino. Father, I bless you this morning and I thank you. You are going to touch our lives as the word of God comes. I bless you for all our listeners. I bless you, God Almighty, that you are going to release your unction upon me. Give me the ability to bring forth your word within these few minutes to your to my listeners. Touch their lives, change their lives. Make something new all around them. Position them for miracle for the week. Because new every morning is your faithfulness. And we know that you are a faithful God. We trust you for the blood of Jesus Christ that speaketh better things than any other blood. And this blood is being released through the scabble lines this hour to touch all my listeners. Position them them against destruction that they will know the will of God for their lives today as the word comes. Thank you and we bless you in Jesus name. Joyfully say a beginning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, just give me some few minutes to bring the word of God to you and to your household. I do not know which device you are using to watch us. Maybe you are in your home. Maybe some of you, you are already walking. Or you are on your way to your place of work. Or it just could be that you are doing something. But just give me these few minutes. And let's see what God has to say to us. Quickly take your Bible, go to the Old Testament and to the book of 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm reading from verses 8 to about 11. And the Bible said, Now it happened one day that Elisha, went to Shunem, where there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And as she said to her husband, look now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. by us regularly. Please, let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lamp stand so it will be whenever he comes to us he can turn in there. 
And it happened one day that he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi's servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him and he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? So she answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood anyway. Then he said, About this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your son. But the woman conceived and bore a son. When the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her. So, that is the word of the living God. Very, very exciting and very, very encouraging. It is so powerful, highly loaded, and it is good news. Hallelujah. I know that this very word is going to touch so many people who are out there and they are expecting something from God. God is so good that when we think, when we think and people think that your life is over, when circumstances try to make you feel as if your life is over, that's the time God comes in. <laughs> Tell somebody, don't throw in the towel. Hallelujah. That's the time God comes in and God begins to work with us. So tell somebody, know the right perspective or look to the right perspective. From what we just read, the Bible said, that Elisha passes by every time from a particular road. As he passes through that road, going for his job as a servant of the Most High God, as it was in the olden days, they don't just sit in one place. When we see the prophets or we see the seers, they don't just sit in one place. They are always moving around, going from village to village, from town to time, town to town, city by city, proclaiming the word of God to the people. They always have one message or the other which God has sent them and they will surely go and deliver. So the Bible said that Elijah was passing through this road. And in time she passes through that road with her servant. Only one woman took cognizance of him. Only one woman was able to notice that Elisha 
was a real man of God. She came to that conclusion because she noticed that Elisha was not a burden to anybody. She noticed that Elisha was sorting out himself out by himself without disturbing anybody. She witnessed within her soul that Elisha was not going about knocking at people's door, asking them for one aid, asking them to assist him buy a car, asking them to assist him buy a new church building. He, Elisha was not going about knocking at the doors of people, presenting his need. Brother, she noticed that Elisha does not depend on any one of them. Elisha was not looking for any assistance or for any support. Elisha rather passes gently to his destination, looking well contented. May the Lord God Almighty release contentment in the heart of every man and every woman of God listening to this broadcast this hour. May Jehovah, the God of Israel, the God that Elisha served, begin to release contentment in the lives of every servant of the Lord, real servant of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. This woman perceived that Elijah was not a burden. These days, how do people perceive the man of God? When you open the social media, it's like the 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 the, 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 the obsession in social media is now making people to speak anyhow anyhow, touch things anyhow. Things that people were not challenging before. Now people are getting up and they are challenging them. And then it is so mind-blowing. It is so mind-blowing. They can take they can take the content of prayer. They can take the content of blessing. They are reading those things but when it comes about titan, they have a problem with that. They can take they can take the contact the the, the 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 concept of fasting, take the concept of any other whatever which is there in the Bible. But when it comes to Titan, that one they don't want to hear about it anymore. Why? Because some are so wounded they felt that this the, this aspect financial aspect in the church have been abused. Where people will just get up and they are looking for car. Where people will get up and they are just looking for new jet, not old, new jet. Where others are getting up and they are, they are, they are. Put 
putting up all manner of lies before they will give prophecies. Where they will tell people to pay in, 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 in hundreds and in thousands to get just one word from God. So people have molested this things and that's the reason why there's not a rampage in the whole social media. People condemning men of God, condemning women of God, even those who are innocent have been affected by all of this condemnation. So people sit in the pew in churches, they are no more ready to receive. They can hear the word of God from you, and now the church is now almost like a social club, so they just want to come, okay, sign up, and then hear the word of God and get away. You dare not. Immediately it's about, about offering time, people begin to have attitude. Why? Because it has been misused. So, but the scripture we are reading told us that Elisha was always moving and supporting himself, doing things on himself. That was the percep- that was the perception. That's the way that woman perceived Elijah. I pray that 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 men and women of God will regain their 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 honor in the sight of this new generation. That will no more be perceiving them like people who have nothing to do. People will no more be perceiving them like people who, who couldn't make it academically and that's why they have chosen to do this other side. People will no more be perceiving them like, like people who are rather like a burden instead of a blessing. Oh, may the Lord change that perception in the hearts of many in Jesus' name. What does it profit a man to gain everything and lose his soul? Those of you who are busy condemning and criticizing them. Just because somebody spoke about that, if you don't want to give it, why don't you just silently, you know, sit? After all, nobody forces anybody to give tithe. Nobody forces. I've never been to any church, actually, where they are forcing people. If you don't come and give offering today, I've never. I've never. Because no rightful man or woman of God will sit up and be forcing people to give. No. I've never seen it. So by the way we are perceiving it now, we are, we are projecting it on social media. It looks as if people only sit waiting for Sunday, waiting for service to drop, track people down and tell them and lie and tell them. This. Yeah, though some people are doing that. I saw this and I saw that. And then you have to pay for this and you have to pay for that. May God deliver us. So Elijah was perceived by this woman in this village as a man of God that is very contented. Ladies and gentlemen, be very careful of people that pray for you. Before they pray for you, they take some money. Before they pray for you, deliver you, they take some money. They tell you there are some 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 things that have been buried in your paternal side and maternal side, and then they, they, they are demanding money for, 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 for some folks to fast for you. Why can't you fast for yourself? Why why do you why do you need to delegate people to fast for you where you can fast for yourself? I mean the principles of the Bible remain the same. I've never seen where fasts have been delegated to other people. Even even when King Hezekiah cared that he was about to die, a whole king, he declared fasting. He fasted. So why do you why do we need to delegate people?
Oh, some 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 folks will call from Africa and they will say, uh, 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 you know what? Uh, 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 they found, found something in, in our father's compound, in our mother's compound okay, that, that is affecting the whole family. And uh, this um, group of men of God, they are 12, they are 13, they are 15. They want to fast, but you need to send the money. How? I mean, how? If they find something and they fail that they are led to do it, why don't they go, go, go there and approach it? Why do you need to send money to Europe from Europe before they have to go? And then sometimes I question those things, and then I ask how. I hear that yes, because after fasting they will need to eat. After fasting they will need to do this. They need to transportation to go there and this and this and this and that. Jesus, may God be merciful. Somebody out there, be very careful about those who have to pray for you and take money. They must ask for money first before they pray for you. They ask for money before they deliver you. They ask for money. Be very, 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 very careful. Because these things are very, very common in the side I'm coming from. Hallelujah. But this woman noticed that Elijah Elisha was a real man of God. As a minister, she perceived that Elisha was a man of God. The greatest problem we have today in the church of God, in the body of Christ, is the inability for people to perceive People sit in church, they lack perception. They cannot perceive the move of God. They do not know who is a man or woman of God that they have. We can see miracles happening in our, in our own eyes, in our own koro koro eyes, and we just let it go. You have no perception. We cannot key in into certain things and believe that God is there and believe that God can allow that something that happened to Sister A to happen to us. We don't key in and tap into that thing and believe God for the miracle that have happened for other people to happen for us. It's just because we have no perception. So we sit in church, we commonize everything that is going on. We commonize it, we look with eye of criticism and waiting for a special time when it will be our turn. You lack perception. May God deliver you. May Jehovah deliver you. I say you lack perception. If you are that type of person, ah, you lack perception. Believers don't perceive. Believers, so-called believers take things on face value. If your miracle in church must happen on time, you must learn to perceive and act accordingly. When you hear, for instance, that there is a wedding taking place in your church, Sister A is getting married, and this is you at the age of 30. 
25. At the age of 40, you are still single. You don't just sit. And then, and then say, that sister is getting married to, it's not to me. No, you got to key into what is happening to that sister. You got to prepare yourself, position yourself that you are also going to that wedding, believing that you will receive your own. Prepare some gifts and say, okay, I'm not going empty-handed. I'm going to go and support Sister B or Sister C. I'm going because in you doing those things, you are preparing, you are positioning yourself to also receive your own life partner. You are, you are, you are positioning your heart that it is also going to happen for you. So any woman, a young girl who have perception would quickly want to pay into whatever is happening around her so she can receive. There are some, you are in a place where they are saying, this couple, they are going to do dedication of their child and this is a barren woman around. You don't sit and wind your eyes, roll it up and say, mm-hmm. has for me, oh God has forgotten me. No, 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 no. You rejoice with them. If you have perception, you will rejoice with them. You will buy some, some gifts, put some money in the envelope and say, I'm going to support them. I'm going to give a gift to this new child that is about to be dedicated. And doing that, you are keen in. You are, you are believing that what happened to them will happen to you. That is what perception is all about. You perceive that it's going to happen for you. If you see people who are, who, who are launching their new cars and who are, who are doing their house dedications and all of those things, you will rejoice with them. Take your own parcel. So okay. I'm also going there to go and rejoice because in rejoicing in their new houses, in their new cars, with their new job, I'm also getting my own. When somebody is testifying about promotion, somebody is testifying about any good thing that is happening around, you supposed to rejoice. You, 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 you perceive that nothing also can happen for you. You rejoice. You rejoice. Go with them. Believe God with them. Trust God with them. Hallelujah. 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 That is the way it happens. Unfortunately, many believers have lost that virtue. They have no perception. They cannot perceive. So they stay in God's house, dry, 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 dry. Miracle come, miracle passes them. They stay in God's house, empty, empty, empty. They do nothing. They, so the people give testimonies, people give testimonies. People They don't key into anything. May God deliver you. Sometimes God may not speak to you on 101, but when God is addressing a case that pertains to you, but it is referred to somebody else, you must just take it. Believe it, connect to that thing. Because when you connect to it without waiting for a specific time, when they will address your own name, my Lord, when you connect to it, you know what happens? you will get your own miracle. I say you will get your own miracle. That is the way God works. That is the way God moves. Every time God moves, he locates 
strong person. And anyone that is wise connects to that one person that God has located and then they will also get their miracle. Do you understand me? He locates one person. He doesn't go about locating people, locating so many people at a time. He locates just one person. So stop giving excuses. Stop giving excuses that God is not listening to you. Stop giving excuses that that, that the, your pastor is not is not praying for you when he's supposed to. The fact is that you don't have perception. You don't know when to key in. The pastor may not go about calling every person in the church and praying for them specifically. But when he is praying for something that connects to you, you just have to key in. The church should not be lacking people that do not have perception. Perception comes with expression. You cannot perceive without expressing without expression. Otherwise, it becomes suspicion. I want you to think about this a little bit. Do you perceive God? Do you perceive Him? Do you just sit in church and you do nothing? How do you perceive Him?
would trust God and know that anything that you are doing, God is there with you. Thank you for listening. And shortly we're going to play the miracles of Jesus Christ. everything there was severe famine in that country and he began to be in want so he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs he longed to fill his stomach with the pots that the pigs were eating but no one gave him anything so this young man had gone to waste and to squander uh, what he had gotten from his father. You see, when people don't earn what they have, there is always a tendency to want to squander. Sometimes you show people love and because...
of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual blessings and upliftment, for community news, your interviews, special requests, and others. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Razo! Hello, my name is Namina Marshall. And today we're going to speak about the new district teams in Amsterdam Southeast. Madi no longer exists. The activities have been taken over by the Amsterdam district teams in Zuidoost. You can find a district team in various neighborhoods in the area. But what is exactly a district team? We will discuss this with Margit van Vught and Awara Simp. Both are district team employees in the new district team Amsterdam Zuidoost. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. What is, um, what, first introduce yourself please. Marit? Uh, my name is Margit van Vught. I'm uh, working by the BU team in Amsterdam Zuidoost by Casper Dreef. And um, yeah, I'm, I've started there in the beginning of June. Before I was working by Cordan, but 1st of June, since 1st of June, by the BU team. Nice, nice. Yes. And your name again, sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> My name is Avura Simpe and I work in BU team in Amsterdam Southeast in the location Belmer Centrum um, from the start of April. And yeah, I'm specialized in ambulante ondersteuning, which we will translate later. Uh, and before I was working at Aquaba Sorg. Okay. And can you tell us more about what you do at the Buurt team? Yeah, so as described, I specialize in ambulante ondersteuning, which is all about day-to-day questions which people have in the neighborhood, which are related to work, to their house, or maybe to the gemeente. Um, and I help them with those general questions. If they have specific questions, then I forward them to experts. Okay, and Margit, what is your um, expertise in within the beer teams? I'm also ambulatory assistant, just like Aurora, and but now we have to just call ourselves employee of the beer team. Yes. Um, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm just helping the people who come. Uh, with their problems. It doesn't matter what kind of problem they have, we try to help them. And if we can't help them, then we look for uh, somebody who can help them. Yes. So um, is it the same as um, the same concept as we used to know with Madi? No. Because in the Madi there were there were no ambulatory assistants like we are, mm-hmm. uh, because we also come by people at home. Okay. Because by the Madi they didn't come to the people's home, but we do that that 
if necessary. Yes. So if there's somebody who's maybe invalid or maybe an, an older person who really cannot come, we will come to their houses and help them there. And uh, sometimes, if necessary, we will also accompany them to appointments. That's what we do. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Awura. Yeah. <laughs> Can you um, tell the people what a beer team is? Yeah, a beer team is a location in um, your neighborhood where you can go to for any question you have related to your personal life. Um, so this can be in reference to your work, but also to the raising of your children or maybe to the depths you have. So any question you have, you can walk into the beer team. Even if the employees of the beer team cannot help you, we have a lot of partners which we collaborate with who can help you. So any question you have, walk into the beer team and we will help you or our partners will help you. And the beer teams are, are the people that are, that are working at the beer teams, are they all professionals? Uh, we have a combination of professionals, but also volunteers and um, experience experts. Yeah. So besides professionals, we also have another different groups of people with other um, expertise. expertise, which can also help you. But there's always a professional, which is your main contact person, mm -hmm. even if you're helped by a volunteer or an experienced expert. Okay, and what is the reason that um, it's called Buur Team now? Because um, uh, every area uh, is supposed to be to have a place where people can come when they have problems. Mm -hmm. Like before, there was Madi for Southeast, and everybody in Southeast went to the Madi, mm -hmm. which was the problem that there were too many people coming. So many people had to wait very long until they could be helped. So now every uh, area has its own boot team yes. so that people can be helped quicker and better. So uh, that's why uh, the Gemeente Amsterdam started with boot teams. Yeah. So now we have in different areas, We actually whole Amsterdam, every area has yeah. its own boot team. So it's more heads on now. Exactly. So <coughs> wherever you are in Amsterdam, you're able to walk into a boot team, mm -hmm. whether you're in Southeast, West or North. And even if you're in North and you live in Southeast, you'll be connected to the boot team in Southeast. So that makes it much more accessible for people to ask for help. Yes. And could you tell us um, more specific why should uh, somebody go to the beauty because yeah having problems is is, uh, is more general but why should um, um, maybe me go to the beauties what it, can I expect it, it can be anything <clears throat> it can be from a small problem to a big problem mm -hmm. maybe you, you know there are many different cultures living in south especially in southeast and uh, not everybody understands the letters the dutch letters that they get yeah uh, there are even a lot of people also who cannot even read and write mm. you know so um then even sometimes people just come with their letters and they ask us what is written in this letter can you help me and sometimes There are letters that uh, uh, from from social asking them to send them special information or forms or this or that. Then we help them to send those forms. Uh, it can also be somebody's fridge is broken and they need a new fridge. There's a special project, Witgoed, uh, where we can also apply for them. We also have connection to the.
the uh, 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 Kelder where they mm. give things for free. Yes. So uh, if people have things that they really need and they don't have money to buy, mm-hmm. we can also help them to look to get them. Yeah, so, so it does all mm-hmm. kind of questions. It doesn't matter whatever problem you have, yeah. just come. Okay. Yes, exactly. So it's related to different topics. Yes. Care, money, but also healthcare and safety. Any type of topic you have, you can come in. Okay. Well, that sounds really nice. Is there a an um are you working together with other professional um organizations or maybe with Amsterdam Amsterdam? Is there Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work together with the elder and child teams. Yes. Uh, we work together with the house doctors, uh, the mental health care, uh, house corporations, uh, resident groups, uh, voluntary organizations, uh, district nursing, uh, health care providers, community centers, mm-hmm. and also with uh, uh, executive administrators, because there are many people coming with debts. Yes. And uh, many people also cannot just get along with their money. Mm-hmm. And because of their debt, they get an executive uh, administrator. Yeah. And sometimes this executive administrator needs certain uh, forms from them and they are not, they don't know how to get those forms. So then I help them to, to provide these forms and send it to the ex- executive uh, administrator. So I'm the middleman yes. supporting the, the client. So yeah. we can say that you take the your client by hand yes and you help them in every step of the way if necessary if yes necessary. because we also want to stimulate people to be also independent mm-hmm. and to learn to stand on their own feet yes. so it's not like that that we will pamper you and do yes. everything for you <laughs> no if necessary. if necessary if we see that you really really cannot do it by yourself mm-hmm. we will take you by your hand and we'll also try to teach you yeah so that one day you can do it by yourself yes yes and i think it's also important to say that you can come to the beauty with one question, one specific question, but maybe after that question is answered, maybe you realize, oh, actually I have more questions. And then you already have a contact person within the beer team who can help you with those other areas of your life. And um, with the Madi, the old way, there were a, there were a few rules and regulations. Um, does this Is this um, the same with when you um, go for help with the beer team? Do you have like certain things that you have to do to uh, to receive the help? No, so I think it's important to know that we are open five days a week. So you can always walk in between nine and three o'clock for any question you have. And that's voluntary walk in. If you want to have a long term help, long term support by the professionals, then uh, you really work with your goals. You write up a plan, but everything is from the perspective of the person of the of the client basically yes. um, so there's no musts do's or don'ts mm-hmm. everything goes in communication with okay. the people well that sounds really good <laughs> <laughs> yes um, how can people volunteer well they can just come to, uh, to the to the uh, blue team where mm-hmm. they are living in their area and uh, and say that they would like to, to volunteer and then they will tell them 
yeah, what uh, type of what uh, yeah. jobs we have. We have yes. a lot of volunteers also in our location. Some are a part of the inloop, the walk-in, and others maybe go to uh, with ambulante ondersteuners like Margaret and myself yes. to visit clients in their houses. So there's different opportunities. Okay, so if you want to do something for your for the people in your neighborhood, for your neighbors, you can uh, go to the beauty team and uh, yeah, apply. Now, yes. well, we, if we can, if we don't have place for you, yeah. then we can also connect you to, for example, to Buurt, uh, Burennetwerk. Yes. Uh, that's an organization that neighbors help neighbors. So we can connect them to different organizations that that do need volunteers. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and which are also part of the the neighborhood and partners mm-hmm. of the Buur team. Can you tell us where the Buur teams are located in Amsterdam Zuidoost? To show the different addresses. Yes, yeah, so my location, Belmer Centrum, is located at Belmer Dreef 618. So that's on the opposite of the Florijn bus stop. And Margaret, your location? I'm um, I'm, I'm located at Kasper Dreef 1009, where the Madi was located before we, to- we took over the office of the Madi. Yes. Yes. And there's another one in uh, Rijgersbos, Rossenplein 11. Mm-hmm. And there's another one in the Haarbuurt bij Hoptille 183. Mm-hmm. And bij de G, Gravenstein 25B, downstairs. Yes. And it's next to the uh, office of, um, of Rochdale. And you can also find in, in healthcare centers, Rijgersbos, Gein, Hollendrecht, Vensepolde en Kleingooioord. But you can also go to the website. Yes. It's uh, Zuidoost. Okay. And there you can also find all the locations. Yes. And um, for the people that don't have or don't use the internet, <laughs> how can they connect you and how can they make an appointment? So it's possible to also use our phone number, yes. which is 020-314-1618. And if you don't have your phone or your battery is down, you can also go to any of the addresses. So the one at Kreinest, Karpseldreef is very uh, known, but also uh, opposite of the Florijn bus stop is also very um, visible for people because we have the red um, the red marks with our name on the door. Yes. So you can really recognize the Buur team from the outside. Okay, it's red with white letters. The red, red brand. with white letters. Yeah. Okay, so people, um, can you just um, um, say the tell us the telephone number and the website again, but a little bit slow, <laughs> slower this time. Zero two zero three one four one six one eight. Yes. And the website www.buurtteamamsterdam.nl/slash/southeast. Okay, well, I want to thank both of you. I want to say uh, another thing. Yes, of course. (laughs) Because uh, there's a lot of homeless people coming also to our office. Yeah. And they they have the expectations that we can support them Mm -hmm. to find a house. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, And that is very, very difficult. 
To find a house in, in, in Amsterdam and, and the neighborhoods of Amsterdam is a very huge problem. Exactly. And, 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 and mm-hmm. people who are registered by Woningnet, they have to wait 15 to 20 years before they can really get a house. So the housing problem is a problem yeah. in whole North Holland, but especially Amsterdam. Yeah. And we get a lot of homeless people expecting expecting that we can just mm-hmm. connect them and give them a house. Yes. Yeah. But I always say we don't have houses and we 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 uh, have the same problem mm-hmm. by finding a place for them because there's there's it's very very difficult. Yeah, yeah. it's a systemic problem and the bureau team we do what we can, but this is something within the system, within yeah. the government which we don't have influence on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important for people to know this. Yes. Yes, um, but do you have any connection with the homeless um, shelters? So you can, if people come uh, looking for a home, that you can um, transfer them to somebody from a homeless center? Do you have the information that you can just um, give out? Yes, but that also that is very difficult because yeah. also th- all those homeless centers they all they all have to now send people to the beauty team and we have to uh, to, to to screen to send them to uh, Fangnet mm-hmm. and then they will be screened and then from there they will see mm-hmm. whether they get help or not. And before that, people had to be related to Amsterdam for two years yeah. before they could be helped. Now they, the gemeente has increased to four years. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you have to be related to Amsterdam for four years before Vangnet and Advies can help people. Yeah. So we actually advise a lot of people to look outside of Amsterdam or in their network because the problem is so big that it's not for the Buur team to solve this problem. And I've also had mothers with children who were just homeless. Yes. And... um, I've informed, I've made so many phone calls to to see where I can help them, mm-hmm. where they can go. And uh, I even called Veilig Thuis to tell them that, yeah, in soon there will be children on the street. Yes. And uh, can you help this family? And uh, the only thing this person told me is that, yes, we can find a place for the children. Because in Holland, children are not allowed to be on the street. Mm-hmm. I said, so are you telling me that you will find a place for the children and not for the mother? And she said, yes. Yeah. So you are taking the children from the mother, yes, putting them in a, in a, in a foster parents home, and the mother has to be on the street. Wow, what kind of, what yeah, kind of help I, is that? I, I think that um, that's the reason why most people are scared to ask for help mm-hmm. yes. because they are scared that they're going to lose their children yes. in the process. Yes. yes, yeah, and I think one of the most important things what we see is that if you have a network of people around you, mm-hmm. so if you're able to connect with your family or your friends or neighbors, that's mostly where the solutions are. Yes. Yeah. But still, I think it's it's hard because if you have one child, that's okay. But if you have like maybe three, four, five children, then it's going to be hard to, to take a person in, in the home mm-hmm. when they have more children. So I think it's really important that... Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, but like like you said, you have to watch in your own network or with the family that people or your family members can help you with um, maybe take one child here and one child there. It's not the most um, no, ideal ideal situation, but I think that's even better than if the if the organizations are gonna help you and 
but that's yeah that's uh, <laughs> yeah that's an extreme uh, yeah that's situation, extreme situation. Of yeah uh, that is, there's a lot of steps which go before that so it's not like oh i go to the beer team i say i don't have a house and my children yeah. will be taken away from me no there's a lot of steps a lot of guidance before that happens. before that extreme situation happens yeah. yeah can you tell me more about um the help that you can give people with the um how do you say that with the appliances so let's say um somebody's fridge breaks down and they don't have the um, money at the moment to buy a new fridge and they knock on your door how can you help them we can uh, help them to apply by uh uh, an organization that is Witgoed, uh, for Witgoed. And it's a project to supply for uh, yeah, fridge and wash machine and all the, the machines that are necessary in a household. And, uh, and I also have a, a connection to somebody who has a, a weggeefkelder, a giveaway kelder, yes. where uh, we can connect our clients to, to get uh, things for free, second hand. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, there's a waiting list, so don't think if you come you can get it immediately. But that is possible. And not only fridges, they have everything. They have couch, chair, table, things for babies. They have so many, many things. Beds. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to say, like, what is possible as well, not only what is not possible. So, for example, for parents with children, the gemeente has a lot of um, options to get, for example, scholierenvergoeding, kindergoed, which are all things which can help you to make ends meet and to make sure that your children have everything. There's also the laptop and tablet uh, option where you can apply for a free laptop or mm-hmm. tablet from the gemeente. And I think it's very important for parents with children to know this as well. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I have another thing. Uh, what I think is very important that people know that because of the homelessness that is huge here in, in, mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Yes. There's a project from, um, um, what is the name? Um, uh, it's 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 called. Um, um, I mean, <laughs> you forgot the name. That's what is it? What is about? What yeah. Is it about? Um, it, 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 um, what do they under do? The under the panna. Under the panna. Under the panna. Under the panna. What is the group ook weer? Um, anyway, uh, it's a project on the panna, and it's it's a cooperation of a house cooperation in the gemeente and 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 social. Those three parties, they, they, they made this project so that people who have a, a, who get social um, and maybe they have a room free, that they can let somebody live by them. Mm-hmm. The person has to pay rent and the person with the social can keep that rent. So they uh, will not yes. be influenced on their social. They even get every month rent. And that is a, that they, they all sign, a, all the parties sign a contract for one year so mm-hmm. that for one year the person is allowed to live there. Yes. And so they connect people who have social and who have a room or two rooms free uh, with people who are homeless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's from the Rainbow oh, Group. Oh, The yeah. Regenboog yeah. Group. Yeah. I, Rainbow group. Yes. I forgot the name. Yes. The Regenboog group. Because yeah. um, I know this is also an issue. 
that um, a lot of people are um, wondering about because um, normally if you take somebody in your mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. and you get the the toeslagen from the Belastingdienst, mm-hmm. then um, you're gonna get caught on your toeslagen mm-hmm. because they say you have somebody else um, in the house. So I think this is a really good solution if you have a room free and you would like to help somebody mm-hmm. that you can um, help the person and even like you said receive rent for it without getting cut from your toeslag yes yeah. and you help a homeless person yes so um, people I would like you to go to the website the Regenboog Group, and there you can find more information about uh, yeah how you can help your family member And if you don't know how to do that, just come to the beer team. We will help you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go to the beer team. And there you can ask, hey, how can I help my family member? How can I help my friend? No, it's not for family. Oh, it's not for family. So your family family. member cannot stay with you. So the family member with the kids on the street? No. Okay, so it's, it's especially for the homeless people. Okay. But not families. That's not, not families. Oh, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, unfortunately. Yes. But acquaintances, that is possible. Yes, acquaintances yes. is possible. Yes. Okay, so I can, um, how can I should I can help maybe the a family member of a friend of mine. If they don't have your same name. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because you don't have to say they are your family member. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Yes. Thank you very much for uh, this information. Thank you. Yes. Debbie Knight, out of the sound of his voice, birds, fish and trees did come. The mountains, they melt like wax. The hills skip like young cows. At the sound of the voice of the God that we serve, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Besides thee, O Lord. Hello, my name is Namina Marshall and today we're going to speak about pandemic problem and the beer team, we do what we can, but this is something within the system, within the government, which we don't have influence on. Um, So it's important for people to know this. Yes. Yes. um, But do you have any connection with the homeless um, shelters? So you can, if people come uh, looking for a home, that you can um, transfer them to somebody from a homeless center? 
do you have the information that you can just um, give out? Yes, but that also that is very difficult because yeah. also all those homeless centers they all they all have to now send people to the beauty team, and we have to uh, to, to to screen to send them to uh, Fangnet, mm-hmm. and then they will be screened, and then from there they will see mm-hmm. whether they get help or not. And before that, people had to be related to Amsterdam for two years yeah. before they could be helped. Now they, the gemeente has increased it to four years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have to be related to Amsterdam for four years before Vangnet and Advies can help people. Yeah. So we actually advise a lot of people to look outside of Amsterdam or in their network because the problem is so big that the, it's not for the beer team to solve this yeah. problem. And I've also had mothers with children who were just homeless. Yes. And um, I've informed, I've made so many phone calls to, to see where I can help them, mm-hmm. where they can go. And uh, I even called Veilig Thuis to tell them that, yeah, in soon there will be children on the street. Yes. And uh, can you help this family? And uh, the only thing this person told me is that, yes, we can find a place for the children. Because in Holland, children are not allowed to be on the street. Mm-hmm. I said, so are you telling me that you will find a place for the children and not for the mother? And she said, yes. Yeah. So you are taking the children from the mother, yes, putting them in a, in, a, in a foster parents home, and the mother has to be on the street. Wow, what kind, what yeah, kind of help I, is that? I, I think that um, that's the reason why most people are scared to ask for help mm-hmm. yes. because they are scared that they're going to lose their children yes. in the process. Yes. yes, yeah, and I think one of the most important things what we see is that if you have a network of people around you, mm-hmm. so if you're able to connect with your family or your friends or neighbors, that's mostly where the solutions are. Yes, yeah, but still, I think it's it's hard because. If you have one child, that's okay. But if you have like maybe three, four, five children, then it's going to be hard to to take a person in in the home mm-hmm. when they have more children. So I think it's really important that yeah, um, yeah with, like like you said, you have to watch in your own network or with the family that people or your family members can help you with um, maybe take one child here and one child there. It's not the most um, no, ideal ideal situation, but I think that's even better than if the if the organizations are gonna help you in. But that's yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an extreme uh, yeah, that's situation. Extreme situation. Of course, yeah, uh, that is, there's a lot of steps which go before that. So it's not like oh, I go to the beer team, I say I don't have a house, and my children yeah. will be taken away from me. No, there's a lot of steps, a lot of guidance before that happens. Before that extreme situation happens. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me more about um, the help that you can give people with the um, how do you say that with the appliances so let's say um, somebody's fridge breaks down and they don't have the um, money at the moment to buy a new fridge and they knock on your door. How can you help them? We can uh, help them to apply by uh uh, an organization that is uh, uh, Witgoed, for Witgoed, Witgoed, and it's a project to supply for uh, 
yeah, fridge and wash machine and all the the machines that are necessary in a household. And uh, and I also have a, a connection to somebody who has a, a weggeefkelder, giveaway seller, yes. where uh, we can connect our clients to to get uh, things for free, second hand. Mm-hmm. And it's a, there's a waiting list, so don't think if you come you can get it immediately. But that is possible. And not only fridges, they have everything. They have couch, Household chair, supplies. table, things for babies. They have so many, many yes. things. Beds. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to say like what is possible as well, not yeah. only what is not possible. So, for example, for parents with children, the gemeente has a lot of um, options to get, for example, scholierenvergoeding, kindergoed, which are all things which can help you to make ends meet and to make sure that your children have everything. There's also the laptop and tablet uh, option where you can apply for a free laptop or mm-hmm. tablet from the gemeente. And I think it's very important for parents with children to know this as well. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I have another thing. Uh, what I think is very important that people know that because of the homelessness that is huge here in, in, mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Yes. There's a project from, um, um, what is the name? Um, uh, it's 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 called. Um, um, I mean, <laughs> you forgot the name. That's what is it? What is about? What yeah. It about? Um, it, 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 um, what do they do? Under, under the panna. Under the panna. Under the panna. What is the way the group ook weer? Um, anyway, uh, it's a project under the panna, and it's it's a cooperation of a house cooperation in the gemeente and 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 social. Those three parties, they, they, they made this project so that people who have a, uh, who get social um, and maybe they have a room free, that they can let somebody live by them. Mm-hmm. The person has to pay rent and the person with the social can keep that rent. So it uh, will not yes. be influenced on their social. They even get every month rent. And that is a, they, they, they all sign, a, all the parties sign a contract for one year. So mm-hmm. that for one year the person is allowed to live there. Yes. And so they connect people who have social and who have a room or two rooms free uh, with people who are homeless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's from the Rainbow Group. Oh, Regenbow Group. The yeah. Regenbow yeah. Group. I, the I, Rainbow Group. Yes. I forgot the name. Yes. The Regenbow Group. Because yeah. um, I know this is also an issue that um, a lot of people are um, wondering about because um, normally if you take somebody in your mm-hmm, house mm-hmm. and you get the the toeslagen from the Belastingdienst mm-hmm. then um, you're gonna get caught on your toeslagen mm-hmm. because they say you have somebody else um, in the house so I think this is a really good solution if you have a room free and you would like to help somebody mm-hmm. that you can um, help the person And even, like you said, receive rent for it without getting cut from your toeslag. Yes, and you help a homeless person. Yes. So, um, people, I would like you to go to the website, the Regenbooggroep. And there you can find more information about uh, how you can help your family member. 
And if you don't know how to do that, just come to the beauty team. We will help yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go to the beauty team. And there you can ask, hey, how can I help my family member? How can I help my friend? No, it's not for family. Oh, it's not for family. So your family, family member cannot stay with you? So the family member with the kids on the street? No. Okay, so it's, it's especially for the homeless people. Okay. But not families. That's not, not families. allowed. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, unfortunately. Yes. But acquaintances, that is possible. Yes, acquaintances yes. is possible. Yes. Okay, so I can... Um, how can I, sh- I can help maybe the, a family member of a friend of mine. If they don't have your same name. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because you don't have to say they are your family member. Let me night, out of the sound of his voice, birds, fish and trees did come. The mountains, they melt like wax. The hills skip like young cows. At the sound of the voice of the God that we serve. Our help in ages past. Our hope for years to come. Besides the O Lord. Every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual lessons and upliftment. For community news, your interviews, special requests, and others, tune into 105.2 MHz and 103.8 MHz on camera. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Russell every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduate. Hello, my name is Namina Marshall. And today we're going to speak about the new district teams in Amsterdam Southeast. Madi no longer exists. The activities have been taken over by the Amsterdam district teams in Zuidoost. You can find a district team in various neighborhoods in the area. But what is exactly a district team? We will discuss this with Margit van Vught and Awara Simp. Both are district team employees in the new district team Amsterdam Zuidoost. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. What is... Um, what, first introduce yourself, please. Marit. Uh, my name is Margit van Vught. I'm uh, working by the buurt team in Amsterdam Zuidoost by Casper Dreef. And um, yeah, I'm, I've started there in the beginning of June. Before I was working by Cordaan, but 1st of June, since 1st of June, by the beauty. team. Nice, nice. Yeah. And your name again, sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> My name is Avura Simpa and I work in Buur team in Amsterdam Southeast in the location Belmer Centrum um, from the start of April. And yeah, I'm specialized in ambulante ondersteuning, which we will translate later. Uh, and before I was working at Aquaba Sorg. Okay. And can you tell us more about what you do at the Buur team? 
Yeah, so as described, I specialize in ambulante ondersteuning, which is all about day-to-day questions which people have in the neighborhood, which are related to work, to their house, or maybe to the gemeente. Um, And I help them with those general questions. If they have specific questions, then I forward them to experts. Okay. And Margit, what is your um, expertise in within the buurt teams? I'm also ambulatory assistant, just like Aurora. And but now we have to just call ourselves employee of the buurt team. Yes. Um, yes. I'm. I'm. I'm just helping the people who come. Uh, with their problems. It doesn't matter what kind of problem they have, we try to help them. And if we can't help them, then we look for uh, somebody who can help them. Yes. So um, is it the same as um, the same concept as we used to know with Madi? No. Because in the Madi there were there were no ambulatory assistants like we are, mm-hmm. uh, because we also come by people at home. Okay. Because by the Madi they didn't come to the people's home, but we do that that if necessary. Yes. So if there's somebody who's maybe invalid or maybe an, an older person who really cannot come, we'll come to their houses and help them there. And uh, sometimes, if necessary, we will also accompany them to appointments. That's what we do. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Awura. Yeah. <laughs> Can you um, tell the people what a buurt team is? Yeah, a buurt team is a location in um, your neighborhood where you can go to for any question you have related to your personal life. Um, So this can be in reference to your work, but also to the raising of your children or maybe to the depths you have. So any question you have, you can walk into the buurt team. Even if the employees of the buurt team cannot help you, we have a lot of partners Mm -hmm. which we collaborate with who can help you. So any question you have, walk into the beer team and we will help you or our partners will help you. And the beer teams are, uh, the people that are, that are working at the beer teams, are they all professionals? Uh, we have a combination of professionals, but also volunteers and um, experience experts. Yeah. So besides professionals, we also have another different groups of people with other um, expertise expertise which can also help you but there's always a professional which is your main contact person mm-hmm. even if you're helped by a volunteer or an experienced expert okay and what is the reason that um, it's called buurt team now because um, uh, every area uh, is supposed to be to have a place where people can come when they have problems. Mm-hmm. Like before, there was Madi for Southeast, and everybody in Southeast went to the Madi, mm-hmm. which was the problem that there were too many people coming. So many people had to wait very long until they could be helped. So now every uh, area has its own boot team yes. so that people can be helped quicker and better. So uh, that's why uh, the Gemeente Amsterdam started with buurt teams. Yeah. So now we have in different areas, We actually whole Amsterdam, every area has yeah. its own buurt team. So it's more heads-on now. Exactly. So <coughs> wherever you are in Amsterdam, you're able to walk into a buurt team, mm-hmm. whether you're in Southeast, West or North. And even if you're in North and you live in Southeast, you'll be connected to the buurt team in Southeast. So that makes it much more accessible for people to ask for help. Yes. And could you 
tell us um, more specific? Why should uh, somebody go to the Burtin? Because yeah, having problems is is uh, is more general. But why should um, um, maybe me go to the Burtins? What can I expect? It, it can be anything. <clears throat> it can be from a small problem to a big problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you know there are many different cultures living in South, especially in Southeast, and uh, not everybody understands the letters, the Dutch letters that they get. Yeah, uh, there are even a lot of people also who cannot even read and write. Mm. You know, so um, then even sometimes people just come with their letters and they ask us, "What is written in this letter? Can you help me?" And sometimes. There are letters that uh, uh, from from social asking them to send them special information or forms or this or that. Then we help them to send those forms. Uh, it can also be somebody's fridge is broken and they need a new fridge. There's a special project Witgoed uh, where we can also apply for them. We also have connection to the Kelder uh, 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 where they mm-hmm. give things for free. Yes. So uh, if people have things that they really need and they don't have money to buy. Mm-hmm. We can also help them to look to get them. Yes, yeah, so, so it doesn't all mm-hmm. kind of questions. It doesn't matter whatever problem you have, yeah. just come. Okay. Yes, exactly. So it's related to different topics. Yes. Care, money, but also healthcare and safety. Any type of topic you have, you can come in. Okay. Well, that sounds really nice. Is there a an um, are you working together with other professional um, organizations or maybe with Amsterdam Amsterdam? Is there Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work together with the elder and child teams. Yes. Uh, we work together with the house doctors, uh, the mental health care, uh, house corporations, uh, resident groups, uh, voluntary organizations. A district nursing, uh, healthcare providers, community centers, mm-hmm. and also with uh, uh, executive administrators, because there are many people coming with debts, yes. and uh, many people also cannot just get along with their money, mm-hmm. and because of their debt, they get an executive uh, administrator, yeah. and sometimes this executive administrator needs certain uh, forms from them, and they are not, they don't know how to get those forms, so then I help them. To, to provide these forms and send it to the ex- executive uh, administrator, so I'm the middleman yes. supporting the the client. So yeah. we can say that you take the your client by hand, yes, and you help them in every step of the way, if necessary, if yes. necessary. So because we also want to stimulate people to be also independent mm-hmm. and to learn to stand on their own feet. Yes. So it's not like that that we will uh, pamper you and do yes. everything for you. <laughs> no, if necessary, if, necessary. if we see that you really really cannot do it by yourself mm-hmm. we will take you by your hand and we'll also try to teach you yeah so that one day you can do it by yourself yes yes and i think it's also important to say that you can come to the beauty with one question one specific question but maybe after that question is answered maybe you realize, oh, actually, I have more questions. And then you already have a contact person within the beer team who can help you with those other areas of your life. And um, with the Madi, the old way, there were uh, there were a few rules and regulations. Um, does this Is this um, the same with when you um, go for help with the beer team? Do you have like certain things that you have to do to uh, to receive the help? 
No, so I think it's important to know that we are open five days a week. So you can always walk in between nine and three o'clock for any question you have. And that's voluntary walk-in. If you want to have a long-term help, long-term support by the professionals, then uh, you really work with your goals, you write up a plan. But everything is from the perspective of the person, of the of the client, basically. Yes. Um, so there's no musts, do's or don'ts. Mm-hmm. Everything goes in communication with okay. the people. Well, that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, how can people volunteer? Well, they can just come to, uh, to the to the uh, boot team where mm-hmm. they are living in their area and uh, and say that they would like to to volunteer. And then they will tell them, yeah, what uh, type of what uh, jobs yeah. we have. We have yes. a lot of volunteers also in our location. Some are a part of the inloop, the walk-in, and others maybe go to uh, with ambulante ondersteuners like Margaret and myself yes. to visit clients in their houses. So there's different opportunities. Okay, so if you want to do something for your for the people in your neighborhood, for your neighbors, you can uh, go to the beer team and uh, yeah, apply. Now, yes. well, we, if we can, if we don't have place for you, yeah. then we can also connect you to, for example, to Buurt, uh, Burennetwerk. Yes. Uh, that's an organization that neighbors help neighbors. So we can connect them to different organizations that that do need volunteers. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and which are also part of the the neighborhood and partners mm-hmm. of the Buurt team. Can you tell us where the Buurt teams are located in Amsterdam Zuidoost, to show the different addresses? Yes, yeah, so my location, Belmer Centrum, is located at Belmer Dreef 618. So that's on the opposite of the Florijn bus stop. And Margaret, your location? I'm, um, I'm, I'm located at Kasper Dreef 1009, where the Madi was located before we, to- we took over the office of the Madi. Yes. Yes. And there's another one in uh, Rijgersbos, Rossenplein 11. Mm-hmm. And there's another one in the Haarbuurt by Hoptille 183. Mm-hmm. And by the G, Gravenstein 25B, downstairs. Yes. And it's next to the uh, office of, um, of the Rochdale. And you can also find in, in healthcare centers, Rijgersbos, Gein, Hollendrecht, Vensepolde en Kleingooioord. But you can also go to the website. Yes. It's uh, slash Zuidoost. Okay. And there you can also find all the locations. Yes. And um, for the people that don't have or don't use the internet, <laughs> how can they connect you and how can they make an appointment? So it's possible to also use our phone number, yes. which is 020-314-1618. And if you don't have your phone or your battery is down, You can also go to any of the addresses. So the one at Kreinest, Karpseldreef is very uh, known, but also uh, opposite of the Florijn bus stop is also very um, visible for people because we have the red um, the red marks with our name on the door. Yes. So you can really recognize the beer team from the outside. Okay. It's red with white letters. The red, red brand. with white letters. Yeah. Okay, so people, um, can you just um, um, say the tell us the telephone number and the website again, but a little bit slow, <laughs> slower this time. Zero two zero three one four one six one eight. Yes, and the website 
www.buurtteamamsterdam.nl slash Zuidoost. Okay, well, I, w- I want to thank both of you. I for want to this, say another uh, thing. Yes, of course. Because uh, there's a lot of homeless people coming also to our office. Yeah. And they they have the expectations that we can support them mm-hmm. to find a house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and that is very, very difficult. Mm, yes, to, that's true. To, to find a house in, in, in Amsterdam and, and the neighborhoods of Amsterdam is a very huge problem. Exactly. And, 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 and mm-hmm. people who are registered by Woningnet, they have to wait 15 to 20 years before they can really get a house. So the housing problem is a problem yeah. in whole North Holland, but especially Amsterdam. Yeah. And we get a lot of homeless people expecta- expecting that we can just mm-hmm. connect them and give them a house. Yes. Yeah. But I always say we don't have houses and we 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 uh, have the same problem mm-hmm. by finding a place for them because there's there's it's very very difficult yeah, yeah it's a systemic problem and the bureau team we do what we can but this is something within the system within yeah. the government which we don't have influence on mm-hmm. um, so it's important for people to know this yes yes um, but do you have any connection with the homeless um, shelters So you can, if people come and looking for a home, that you can um, transfer them to somebody from a homeless center? Do you have the information that you can just um, give out? Yes, but that also that is very difficult because yeah. also all those homeless centers they all they all have to now send people to the beauty team and we have to uh, to, to to screen to send them to uh, Fangnet mm-hmm. and then they will be screened and then from there they will see mm-hmm. whether they get help or not. And before that, people had to be related to Amsterdam for two years yeah. before they could be helped. Now they, the gemeente has increased to four years. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you have to be related to Amsterdam for four years before Vangnet and Advies can help people. Yeah. So we actually advise a lot of people to look outside of Amsterdam or in their network because the problem is so big that it's not for the Buur team to solve this problem. And I've also had mothers with children who were just homeless. Yes. And... um, I've informed, I've made so many phone calls to to see where I can help them, mm-hmm. where they can go. And uh, I even called Veilig Thuis to tell them that, yeah, in soon there will be children on the street. Yes. And uh, can you help this family? And uh, the only thing this person told me is that, yes, we can find a place for the children. Because in Holland, children are not allowed to be on the street. Mm-hmm. I said, so are you telling me that you will find a place for the children and not for the mother? And she said, yes. Yeah. So you are taking the children from the mother, yes, putting them in a, in, in a foster parents' home, and the mother has to be on the street. Wow, what kind of, what yeah, kind of help I, is that? I, I think that um, that's the reason why most people are scared to ask for help mm-hmm. yes. because they are scared that they're going to lose their children yes. in the process. Yes. yes, yeah, and I think one of the most important things what we see is that if you have a network of people around you, mm-hmm. so if you're able to connect with your family or your friends or neighbors, that's mostly where the solutions are. Yes, yeah, but still, I think it's it's hard because. If you have one child, that's okay. But if you have like maybe three, four, five children, then it's going to be hard to to take a person in in the home mm-hmm. when they have more children. So I think it's really important that yeah, um, yeah but like like you said, you have to watch in your own network or with the family that people or your family members can help you with um, maybe take one child here and one child there. It's not 
the most um, no, ideal ideal situation. But I think that's even better than if the if the organizations are gonna help you in. But that's yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an extreme uh, yeah, that's situation. Extreme situation. Of yeah, uh, that is, there's a lot of steps which go before that. So it's not like oh, I go to the beer team, I say I don't have a house, and my children yeah. will be taken away from me. No, there's a lot of steps, a lot of guidance before that happens. Before that extreme situation happens. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me more about um, the help that you can give people with the um, how do you say that? With the appliances. So let's say um, somebody's fridge breaks down and they don't have the um, money at the moment to buy a new fridge and they knock on your door. How can you help them? We can uh, help them to apply by uh, uh, an organization that is Witgoed, uh, for Witgoed. And it's a project to supply for uh, yeah, fridge and wash machine and all the, the machines that are necessary in a household. And, uh, and I also have a, a connection to somebody who has a, a weggeefkelder, a giveaway kelder, yes. where uh, we can connect our clients to, to get uh, things for free, second hand. Mm-hmm. And it's a, there's a waiting list, so don't think if you come you can get it immediately. But that is possible. And not only fridges, they have everything. They have couch, Household chair, supplies. table, things for babies. They have so many, many yes. things. Beds. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to say like what is possible as well, not yeah. only what is not possible. So, for example, for parents with children, the gemeente has a lot of um, options to get, for example, scholierenvergoeding, kindergoed, which are all things which can help you to make ends meet and to make sure that your children have everything. There's also the laptop and tablet uh, option where you can apply for a free laptop or mm-hmm. tablet from the gemeente. And I think it's very important for parents with children to know this as well. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I have another thing. Uh, what I think is very important that people know that because of the homelessness that is huge here in, in, mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Yes. There's a project from, um, um, what is the name? Um, uh, it's 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 called. Um, um, I mean, <laughs> you forgot the name. That's what is it? What is about? What yeah. Is it about? Um, it, 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 um, what do they under do? Under the panna. Under the panna. Under the panna. Under the panna. What is the way the group ook weer? Um, anyway, uh, it's a project under the panna, and it's it's a cooperation of a house cooperation in the gemeente and 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 social. Those three parties, they, they, they made this project so that people who have a, a, who get social um, and maybe they have a room free, that they can let somebody live by them. Mm-hmm. The person has to pay rent and the person with the social can keep that rent. So they uh, will not yes. be influenced on their social. They even get every month rent. And that is a, that they, they all sign, a, all the parties sign a contract for one year So that for one year the person is allowed to live there. Yes. And so they connect people who have social and who have a room or two rooms free uh, with...